Okay. Well, shit. I'm about to say, we could just ask how niggas been doing. Ain't nobody seen nobody in two weeks. <laughs> just a real quick, hey, how everybody been living? Shit at the crib. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's cool. what makes it not a good question, though. <laughs> What you been doing at the crib? (laughs) (laughs) Working. (laughs) Has anybody started to do anything uh, to try to pick up something while y'all been there? Well, Ken, you still have to go to work, don't you? No, no, I've been at home. Has anybody started to pick up something else on the side? It's hard for me to do that because I'm still working 40 hours a week. Shit, me too. Me too. Yeah, I'm working more now. Honestly. That's why I can't wait to put tomorrow because today was my thing. So I did all my shit that I would typically do on a, tomorrow today. So tomorrow I'll have a lot more free time. I just need to know what I'm going to do with it. Maybe I'll watch. Uh, no, I was going to watch Tiger King. Um, <laughs> shit, I've been running through all kinds of shows. That's about it. I can't think of nothing. Or maybe some shows that y'all been watching since everybody been at the I mean, we don't necessarily need a pre-show. We can just start with the show. Dude, show just been recording, right? Yeah, okay. It. Oh, shit. I ain't even know. Hey, we gonna start the show right here. That's the pre-show <laughs> question. <laughs> Welcome to episode 143 of Technical Files, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. And it's your boy T-I-M-K-I-N-Z-B number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. My name is Brother. What the fuck, bro? This nigga, wow. I'm the RJ. Only known as? The RJ. And I'm Camille Poingard of the crew, the real life chief of Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K. Harris, the gentleman, the gentleman, the everyday gentleman, 24-7, but better known as K. Diddy. Take that, take that. No, Drabron? Drabroni? We've been ex that out, dude. Man, I mean, he would have brought it back for the one time I mean, got bail. I think I said that. <laughs> right, I think he said it last week. <laughs> or two weeks ago. I'm like, how do you that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyways, so you can follow us on the social media platforms of Twitter and the Instagram at Technical File. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. Yeah, um, you can also follow us on or go to our website, www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. Yeah, right. You can also find us on Facebook at Technical File Podcast, which is our Facebook page. And you have our Technical File Pod Overtime group where you can join in with listeners, fans, and fans. And like I said every week, man, if you guys enjoy being a part of this amazing technical file fam, um, share everybody you know, man, your mama, your daddy, your your granny, your doctor, whoever. God damn it. Yeah, it's, yeah especially the doctor or, or your people. Just, you know, call them. Don't, don't go visit them. Call them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't call them. You know, we got to do social distancing, you know? Right. But share with everybody, man. You know? we, we, we need this family to grow, man. We all in this together. 
For sure, for sure. I got an idea for the Tech File Challenge. Oh, what's what up? You got? Ooh, what's up? Screenshot the show <laughs> and drop your favorite Tiger King meme. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, there we go. Let's get it started. Oh. I've seen a couple of them. I've seen a couple of them. It'll probably be funnier when I actually see the show. It's going to be way funnier <laughs> when you <laughs> actually can understand the stuff. That's good. Where's the bell at? Like, come on, Tim. <laughs> hey, it was, don't mean it wasn't a funny joke. Wait, I mean, wait, I got a Dude's got to be on bell duty since it's over there. That's you gotta go old school, dude. You put the bell back in like the old school day. Oh no, not that motherfucker. We taking it back. We taking it back. It's gonna be tough. It ain't really been too many bells lately either. That's a bell. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) Wherever you find podcasts, you can find us. That includes Apple Podcasts, Mm -hmm. Google Podcasts, Mm -hmm. SoundCloud. Yeah. Stitcher. Yep. Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> I have radio. Hey, you can see it now. Oh, shit. Himalaya. <laughs> like a player. Hushka. Hushka. And wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, while there, make sure that you like, subscribe, rate, and review. Five stars are better. That helps Five us to make this shit. Well, that man Jackie has some big ass. Oh, motherfucker. Well, Tim, you realize that Jackie. the audience can't see you even though we're right? Well, I'm screen recording right now, so maybe. I don't... All right. Uh, I, don't, I said, I don't I said maybe. I said we'll, we'll talk about this. it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> all right. So, since we didn't record last week, I'm going to give y'all some listener stats from the last two weeks since we ain't talked to y'all in that long. Number one, of course, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Number two was Iva, South Carolina. Don't know where that is, but appreciate y'all. <laughs> Number three was Copers Cove, Texas. Four, Miami, Florida. Five, Chicago, Illinois. Six, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minneapolis. Seven, Dallas, Texas. Eight, Atlanta, Georgia. ATL. Nine, Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, nine is Oakland, California. And 10 is Mountain View, California. I was sure about to say, it must be two sides in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, international listeners included Canada, our neighbors up north. What's up, y'all? What's up, hey. How you uh, <laughs> The United Kingdom. Okay. You- the, okay, for sure. Okay, I'm not okay, even going to try to do an accent because it's so bad. <laughs> it's going to be Jamaican. <laughs> It is going to be Jamaican, and my Hello, Jamaican accent is Hello, <laughs> Jamaican is bad. Hello, <laughs> we also had Switzerland. Oh, okay. Indonesia. Indo. <laughs> France. Oh, okay. They came Fran- back. France oh, is back. <laughs> France is back. Spain. Okay, Spain. Australia and Qatar. Oh, what? Oh, one of my homies over there listening to us. I'm hey, so you over there cooking? I'm out here doing all kinds of shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Busy as a motherfucker, dog. I guess I've been at work, bro. Like it took a, it fucked up my my groove that I was trying to do. I was supposed to be at home, and these motherfuckers sent me to work, so I've been working, and it just kind of fucked me up. I ain't doing nothing I wanted to do. Hey, right, bro, you, you gotta calm down, bro. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right, bro. You gonna be all right? Cause yeah. you know what? You at home right now. You, you exactly. You good. There you go. 
Hell yeah, I'm watching the APA and Jackie now kick the shit out of right to censor. I got <laughs> WrestleMania 17 on in the background. All right. With that being said, let's <laughs> get into the, uh, the topic discussion for the week. Okay. So ESPN has done what we've been asking for them to do. Mm-hmm. They're moving up the release of the Michael Jordan documentary, The Last Dance, from June to April. April 19th, mm-hmm. to be exact. How excited are y'all for this 10-part series? I'm going to let y'all marinate on that, and I'm going to give people some stats about what this documentary is, in case they're not familiar with it. The Last Dance takes an in-depth look at the Chicago Bulls dynasty through the lens of the final championship season in 97-98. The Bulls allowed an NBA entertainment crew to follow them around for that entire season. And some of that never-before-seen footage will be in the documentary. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, ESPN spoke to more than 100 people close to the team and personalities who experienced the run, exploring all angles of the Jordan phenomenon. Okay. So, yeah. Ten parts. So it's kind of like the shit LeBron doing right now, right? <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, th- hey, man, which one of y'all moving and grooving? Not hey, I. Hey, oh, oh. Oh. Mute your mic until you're dumb. <laughs> Ruining oh, the... Be over there fidgeting. <laughs> right. Playing with water bottles and shit. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like he's trying to grab some water. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. How excited are y'all, man, uh, to see this documentary start? I mean, at this point, I'm excited for any new content. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited because... Uh, I've always been a Jordan fan, mm-hmm. and just kind of been going through this one ten part is wild. Twenty hours was it? Twenty hours? Mm. It's ten hours. There. Each episode's oh. an hour, I believe. But still, for ten part doc, like I'm gonna love every minute of that shit. I, <laughs> I fuck with Jordan, dog. Man, me too. <laughs> I'm just gonna get these new kids a chance to see what the fuck he really was on, because all they know is about hearsay. They ain't gonna really know. They ain't really wouldn't check the highlights and shit like that. No, go ahead, sit down and learn, my nigga. I just real quick <laughs> want to say, I already know what this is about to be like for me because it's gonna kind of be like that Michael Vick documentary where it's like I knew Michael Vick was cold in my head. I already mm-hmm. knew he was cold, but then I mm-hmm. watched the documentary and saw all those highlights, and I was like, he's even colder than my memory had him. Yeah, I feel like that's what is about to happen with this oh, with Michael Jordan. Like <laughs> two things about that: one, like '98 Jordan wasn't even like '91 Jordan. Like '91 right. Jordan was a whole different beast. <laughs> but it still it will still give you an idea, like the last shot season and stuff. Uh, but then, but you, like, like you see how smart he is. Huh? That's why like, you see how smart he is. Like he was like a lot of IQ, like him and Scotty, because they didn't have any love to than they used to. It's kind of like the difference between Miami LeBron and second Cleveland LeBron. Like, yes, mm. yes, mm-hmm. two completely but different. I'm also, I'm also surprised. Uh, like Tim, you like Jordan. Like that seems like the type of player that you would just hate because they fans would be like Kobe fans and Dallas fans. Hey, bro, chill out. True, but Jordan was. <laughs> I mean, he hates Kobe. Like, I, I, I did <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Jordan was always, he was always polarized. But I mean, shit, I was among the millions and the millions that wanted to be like Mike. So I used mm-hmm. to practice, uh, I used to play, I used to practice that reverse layup. I, I would be outside of the playground and I started one in and I work on his under the rim doing his reverse on the other side shit. Like, I used to be out there trying to be mm-hmm. like Mike too. I just, I never got tall. 
<laughs> so there was there was a point where I'm like, yeah, this ain't happening, boss. <laughs> but it didn't stop me from playing, and didn't stop me from like practicing on some of his shit. Like one of my favorite moves is the post fade, like yeah. little shit like that. Yeah. One so thing I'm interested to see is like, um, and I don't know if this was that season or not, but like when uh, Rodman went to do WCW like in the middle of the finals. <laughs> oh shit! He went to do wrestling in the middle of the finals. Yeah, WCW. Like, yeah, I didn't know that was in the middle of the finals. Though. That's crazy. That's wild. He was he was in that. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild, bro. I know that niggas is pissed. Like, bro, you really out here <laughs> taking bumps and shit, bro? <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, trust me, that wasn't the first time Dave Robin did some bumps. I think that's his documentary might be another one I may uh, <laughs> roll oh, man, on that <laughs> they can't they that that, on man, they got that 30 for 30 on Robin and it is it gets just it's just sad yeah like I got to the end I was like that is sad that's all I can say like that was a sad documentary I'm gonna have to check it out because that was the second time I broke my dick. Nigga, what? <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> Before we get too uh, deep on that, pause. Uh, Jim, oh, can we talk about some NFL transactions? Uh, shit, yeah. Let me go ahead and pull out. Y'all missed my for a second. Um, transactions. Uh, we got Cowboys Center. Oh, yeah, that was a big one. Travis Frederick retired at 29 for the, uh, so he was a cowboy center, right? So, uh, Travis Frederick was one of the best centers in the league, and the Cowboys yeah. have always been touted as one of the best offensive lines in the league for years and years and years and years. So for him, to, he has an autoimmune disease, though. So, for him, he was saying that last year, you know, he missed the whole year in 18. He came back last year. He played well. He made the Pro Bowl and things like that, but he's been, he just wanted to do it for him. It was more so like, okay, I'm Trying to be healthy. I'm trying to come back. Can I still do it? Do I still got it kind of thing? He said, yeah, but he played in a lot of pain. So he retired. Best of luck to him. And I hope everything uh, works out for the best for him. Um, mm-hmm. Plenty TB12, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just one of the, uh, I guess, a couple quick thoughts. Um, Tampa Bay General Manager Jason Lee. Uh, said on the gub that in their first phone call with Tom Brady on the first day of free agency, which was March 18th, Brady was actually the one selling them on why he should go to Tampa Bay. It was almost like uh, a recruitment on his part, telling us why it would come, uh, why it would make sense for him to come to Tampa Bay. The next call we made, we signed him, but it was all, it was at the phone call that we realized that we felt like we had him. You know, so it's saying, um, so what's your thoughts on the claim that Brady pitched Tampa Bay? And do you think going with him over resigning Jameis Winston was the right move? Now, I didn't really think too much about it when we mentioned that he was going to Tampa Bay last week, but I was kind of looking at some Buccaneer fan responses, and it was this one video. I don't know if y'all saw it. Someone was recording their dad, and he was pissed. Yeah, I saw that. He was pissed pissed that they signed Tom Brady. He was not going. He's like, he's too old. He can't move. It's over. (laughs) <laughs> and I was thinking about it and I was like, taking a shot on the 42-year-old Tom Brady. And we Tampa Bay one of the best. And Arians yeah. deep, or offense, he likes to have a deep ball. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady ain't really known for... Plenty 10, 15-yard digs, drag slants. 
So I wonder if he got the arm for the offense. But it, it's interesting to think about. Like, I, I have another Tampa Bay fan who's, like, super excited for it. Like, this is it. Like, this, this is great. I'm so mm-hmm. excited. And people who are like, this ain't going to work out. I know three. Two were pissed. One was cool. Yeah. It was like... I mean, you have to take that into account. Like, the the actual... Like, looking at Tom Brady last year, they were like, oh, well, he's playing well... Uh, but he ain't had no receivers, and this, that, and the third. I'm like, okay, but the Patriots' offense is designed to get the ball out of Brady's hands quick, yep. Yep. quickly. Yep. Tampa Bay's offense ain't predicated around little quick hits here and there and things like that. Nah, nah. and then he ain't even had the receiving back. Like the running backs they got, they okay, mm-hmm. they okay. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, you got these targets in, in uh, <coughs> and Mike, and you got Chris Godwin, and. You got OJ Howard and and shit like that, but we'll see how it goes with that line. Because if we can't stay upright, forty zero Tom will be in smack. <laughs> and NFC South ain't no hole no more either. It ain't. I mean, to be fair too to to Arians, like I think he's gonna be able to. He's he's a smart coach. He'll game plan around oh, yeah. them, and uh, he'll try to put them in a good position. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh. Ken, did you have anything? Well, Eric. No. Okay. Um, you said what? No, thank you. Oh, Eric, don't give it to him. Chris Godwin. Uh, he, used to, he was wearing number 12 before Brady got there. So him and Brady actually did a switch. And Tom Brady will wear number 12 now, and Godwin will wear number 14. If you were Godwin, would you have given uh, Tom his number? Uh, if I wanted to throw me the ball, I would. <laughs> <laughs> what would you ask him for that number, though? Like, would you ask, would you make him give you something? I, I mean, there are trades. I've heard trades that take place for jersey numbers, people body numbers and stuff like that. Maybe there was a back door. Me, personally? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, honestly, I couldn't tell you because at one portion of me, like, hey, look, it's TB12, bro. Like, it wouldn't be the same if it was TB14, bro. Like, who the fuck is that? But <laughs> at the same time, it's like, but I made my name off of my number two because Godwin ain't nothing to sneeze at. Like, Godwin is probably... He probably moved into the top 10 receivers last year. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. I don't know if that's maintained because some people were hurt, this and that and third, but the, his production level put him in the top 10 last year. So, I don't know. If it was me, I, I'll probably make a change, though. I'll, I'll, I'll change. I'll, I'll get some. But he's probably not going to be here. Like, he signed a three-year deal, but... Damn, man, he did sign a three-year deal. Two or three-year deal. Fuck, yeah, I'll give it some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I would just out, just out of respect I would you know for everything that he's done for the game and all that and you know I, I actually I, I wouldn't I wouldn't hesitate to actually yeah, I could see that yeah and, and, and like exactly like Eric said <laughs> throw me the ball <laughs> like Mike Evans can give you my number uh, <laughs> <laughs> true 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 um oh Sadly, well, so it's two things: two birds, one stone. Carolina released Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. They signed Teddy B. Released released Cam. Apparently, he was offered to the Chargers and the Bears, and both of them said nah. But the Bears turned around and traded for Nick Foles and his massive contract. <laughs> well, it's the Panthers, the Panther, or the Bears knew that the Panthers were looking to off Cam before they traded for Nick Foles, but instead of waiting. To see what was going to happen with Cam, they pulled the trigger, traded that fork to get Nick Foles. So it's kind of like 
Quick draw McGraw. Yeah. Hey, like, nobody going to <laughs> and, and I get it because Foles and, and Nagy know each other. So, like, I get it. But, Look at how do you, but yeah, like I was say, how do you feel about them not waiting? I was dumb. <laughs> yeah, really? I don't, it was though because we didn't we didn't get a chance to like to like play our cards or to like see what was actually there you know like mm-hmm. think how like a healthy cam like what he can do like for for our organization if he came out there granted nick Foles as as it's proven that you know he can win and That's he can wrong. do what he can do if you know when he's healthy and everything but cam is a whole nother dynamic dude like, you know, just his personality alone and just like him and being in Chicago, like that's what that's the type of quarterback I feel like that will like help turn around our organization. That's what we need right now. We need a we need to we need to revamp our offense and we just need to revamp everything, man, in Chicago, man. It's hard out here. I think y'all got the pieces in Chicago on offense, minus the quarterback. That's why I kinda of feel like Cam would have really helped y'all. He's about six exactly. five, two hundred plus pound quarterback, bro. Like one, he's already a big body in the back, so if anything, he can run. Exactly. But he also had an arm. He always had a cannon. He always had an arm. Oh, yeah. So those deep balls to Allen Robinson that Trubisky may have overthrown or undershot Cam a million hit. times over. Yeah, Cam uh, and I'm not guaranteeing Cam would have hit him, but it, the motherfucker would at least got there. <laughs> like, Trubisky had a lot of throws where you'd be like, bro, what, what the fuck was that? Or like, like, like 10 yards short. The thing with Nick Foles, he was the safe pick. Yeah. Yes. That's why they did it, because yes. he's the safe pick. So it was like, you know, if he does, like, he's what we know. We With Nick Foles, you know what you're going to get. With Cam right now, we really don't know what we going to get out of Cam. So I understand why they did it, because Nick Foles is, you know, the super pick. But I feel like they definitely could have waited and, and, you know, waited to see what cars would be dealt to him first. Based on what Cam was saying, though, it sounded like he kind of got pushed out the door. Mm-hmm. He did. That's what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Like, like, kind of like, cause like he's working out with Teddy Bridgewater right now, and he's saying that I, I guess he's trying to talk like, "Hey, I'm good to go. I'm healthy. I'm I'm fine." They just want to fuck with me type shit. Kind of, kind of Kawhi-ish. I won't say it's that deep, but it kind of similar-ish. Yeah. So, ah, but we'll yeah. see where he, where he lands at because there's a couple teams that still need a quarterback. Including yep. the Bears. <laughs> Y'all still need a quarterback. Thanks. <laughs> so, NFL team owners, they formally approved a plan on Tuesday to expand the postseason to 14 teams beginning with the 2020 season, so this year. So, that means there will be a total of three wild card teams per conference, up from two, meaning the number two seed in each conference will now host the new number seven seed in the wild card round. Only the number one seeds will have first round buys now. So, I don't more have an issue with that. Yeah, I more mean, the only issue was the seventeen games and then the additional playoff teams. But we'll see what happens. You see, Eric Reed filed that um, grievance or appeal with his lawyers and stuff like that, saying that there was some language put into the final uh, with the CBA. Uh-uh, that wasn't agreed on? No, NFL, yeah. He said that there was some language in there that they used at the last second when they signed it that wasn't in there when they agreed to it. So he has his own team of lawyers and everything like that, and they're following, he's following the whole grievance, even though he just got released by the Panthers too, Eric Reed. But um, after he got released, he's, he's been doing this grievance thing, saying that the players didn't 
agree to what was actually signed and they just added some language in there. We'll see how far it goes or how far it gets. But now um, the newest thing that I've seen recently about the agreement stuff. I'm like, so maybe it's not over yet. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Durant Drummond Mitchell, a.k.a. Kevin Durant, Andre Drummond, uh, Donovan Mitchell, they're among 16 NBA players expected to make or to compete in the NBA 2K tournament. Players are seeded by rating and then like tenure in the league. So I'm still a little unclear on exactly what this means. Based on how they have it in this bracket format, mm-hmm. it makes me think they're playing like the one-on-one blacktop games and it's like one-on-one games. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so here's the brackets. Y'all tell me real quick who y'all think should win this virtual matchup, this one-on-one game. If it was one-on-ones, right? <laughs> one-on-ones. We're, we're going to... Our pod, we talking about it as one-on-ones. Virtual okay. one-on-ones. Okay. Number one seed, Kevin Durant. He's a 96 in 2K, by the way. Going up against uh, number 16, Derek Jones. Slim Reaper. 78. Yeah. I think that's going to be around the board. <laughs> you got number two seed, Trey Young, who's a 90. Against number 15, Harrison Barnes, who's a Should 78. Trey. Barnes might surprise him with a little defense, though. But it should be a little Trey. defense, but depends on how good you are at the game. But it should be Trey. Yeah, it should be Trey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three seed, Hassan Whiteside, who's 87, against number 14, Pat Bev, oh. 78. For me, I think Pat might win this. Are you serious? Because his defensive, uh, if, it, if it's one on one, his defensive stats probably offset Hassan Whiteside's size. Plus, he's a smaller guard, so he'll, be, he'll probably have the quick first step or be able to blow by him. This is what he I'm has thinking. like no offense. He is purely yeah, like a no. catch and shoot. <laughs> Zero. But again, he has he got some speed, so maybe he also on an off chance he might catch him at the perimeter. Is it weird that I can't imagine Patrick Beverly playing video games? No, because like, his persona. Like form of entertainment at the house is like shooting craps. <laughs> hey, we're playing in the Black Forces, bro. <laughs> oh, then you got number four seed, Donovan Mitchell, who's an 87, going against Rui Hachimura, who's a 79. Um, so, play, so, we have a My League, and I played with Hachimura on the game, and he... He's big. He's a, he can seem like a small four power forward, but Mitchell is. I got Mitchell on my team too. Actually, that's funny. Uh, I'm going with Mitchell. <laughs> no, I'm going Mitchell too. Yeah, I would too. The boy Cole, motherfucking nice. Five C Devin Booker, who's an 86, going up against number 12 Michael Porter. I'm going Porter. Mm. Off the game, I'm gonna go with Porter. That motherfucker's like six ten, bro. Like he got the size of an actual big, and so he can have like the the height mismatch. But look to shoot. But Porter can play defense too. So we'll see. We'll see. I think I'm going with Porter though. If Devin Booker is as cold in 2K with his character of Devin Booker as my guy Drew is, Devin Booker should my win. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because Devin Booker can do some real freaky stuff on that video game. Pause. Freaky. <laughs> freaky, freaky. 
Number six seed, Andre Drummond, who's an 85, going up against number 11, Demarcus Cousins, who's an 81. I'm going Demarcus with Boogie. Cousins. Yeah. I'm going with Boogie, bro. <laughs> It's Boogie. No, Boogie's a beast on 2K. Still. Even though he's an 81, Boogie is a fucking monster. Like, Dub be using that nigga, dog, and he be just... I'm like, dog, come Shout on. Shout out to bro. the Elements podcast. But yeah, man. Yeah. Number seven, Zach Levine, who's an 85 up against. Number 10, DeAndre Ayton, who's an 85. Mm. I'm Levine. Yeah, I think Ayton too slow. Yeah. But Ayton has... It depends on who get the ball first, because Ayton could just put him in a Post. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go with DeAndre. We don't see. And then last but not least, here number eight, Montrez Harrell, who's an 85, up against number nine, Demontis Sabonis, who's 85. I'm gonna go with Sabonis. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Sabonis too. I'm gonna go with Harrell, just you know, off defense. He a hustler. But yeah, they don't even show this on ESPN, so we'll actually get to see whatever this is. So you gotta find some shit to put on there, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, fuck it, throw, throw the video game on, bro. Then we don't even we don't even care, bro. Well, God, shut up. <laughs> Give us some of that shit. Okay, so Shaq uh, got on his podcast and tried to clarify some stuff because uh, he briefly appeared. And uh, Tiger King, which is the documentary on Netflix that everybody been talking about. <laughs> and again, send in your favorite meme with the TikTok challenge. Yes. Do it. Screenshot that you listen to the show and send us a Tiger King meme. That documentary is wild. Like, Ken and Tim, I know y'all haven't seen it yet. Y'all have got to watch this mess. I'm two episodes in. I just got. Oh, just you about to get to the second. best episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the next one. Episode three is a doozy. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I watched it. I watched it tonight. <laughs> Man, yeah, turn that on. Like, Definitely. yeah. So Shaq actually appears in the opening episode of the seven part series. The video shows him turning the zoo and taking pictures with animals, and then they cut to him referencing the visit the next night. Or he was doing his uh, TNT NBA broadcast, and he was like, "Shout out to Exotic Joe!" And he also said, "I got two more tigers." So he got on his podcast to try to clear all this up because now Joe Exotic he in jail, and that documentary was wild with like a lot of meth and straight dudes who wasn't really gay pretending to be gay. What the fuck to play with tigers? <laughs> What the fuck is going? See, this is why I told y'all I'm gonna go fuck with it in the first place. This sounds like the same shit I was telling you was going on. See, but you can't stop watching it. It's something about it. It's something about it. Is it like anyway, we've been rushed like the last six episodes in one night. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. They're not short episodes. They're not. They're but not, you can't bro. can't look away. Like, I even got my mom to watch it, and she was like, she kept thinking to herself, why am I watching this mess? Oh, my God, this is so bad. And then she'd be like, but what's going to happen next? <laughs> so, yeah. So Shaq came out and said, quote, so we go in there, and it's a beautiful place, and the character that was there was Exotic Joe. We're there, and I dropped some donations for the tiger's food and all that. We take pictures with the Tigers. We went back a couple of times. Then we go back another time and we found out that he's involved with all this stuff. And then actually, I stopped going. He also said, quote, listen, 
people are going to make their own opinions. But again, I was just a visitor. I met this guy, not my friend, don't know him, never had any business dealings with him. And I had no idea any of that stuff was going on, end quote. Like what so you just saying stuff to him because like I the little appearance that he made like that didn't give me the uh, the impression that he, was that he was like deeply involved with it, right? You know people. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody go like, oh, so Shaq was already in on the shit too. Man, Although this... him saying like, uh, I got two new tigers. That's kind of sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna, he, he said that he doesn't own any tigers, and I wait, was like, "Oh, okay." But so wait, he got two new tigers, but he don't own them. He's just leasing them. Maybe he was saying at this at this current moment in life, I do not own two tigers. So like shortly before he released that statement, he sold <laughs> owned two tigers and sold them shits <laughs> after the show came out. Like, oh, shit, I can't these motherfuckers, bro. Now, now he sold them to his son, but we're gonna ignore that part. Mm. 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 So. NFL released a draft plans because, you know, there's people like, hey, man, we should push this back. We ain't got a chance to do what we want to do with the evaluation. Like, give us a chance. And Goodell said, uh, no, nah, it's still going to be April 23rd through 25th. And it's going to be on TV. It ain't going to be all the hoopla in Vegas, though, but it's, it's going to happen. So, he picks. Okay. I think it's something interesting. I know that it's a, a bad situation, but Look at God, because he just saved the NFL from uh, like having boats at the NFL draft. Like, <laughs> yeah, save them from themselves. I forgot about that. They're supposed to take a little ferries across. <laughs> Damn. Granted, that stage would have been dope. It would have been dope. I'm sure they would have had the fire, the, uh, the waterworks go off and shit at some point in time. Probably like two, three times throughout the night. But it still, shit still would have been dope. But yes. Yeah, prices, mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, them Bellagio fountains are so beautiful in, in real life. Yeah, they are. I want to go back. I was, oh my God, I was looking at tickets the other day. I was telling Sam. It was like the the second through the 5th of July was $89 round trip. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we still won't be able to travel by that. So, I know. Uh, yeah. We don't do that. look to like October. <laughs> Yeah. Oh shit! I'll run our anniversary. You know what? I'm running anniversary tickets this year. Nah, I don't know if it's a plug or not. Because again, I don't know what the situation will be like then. But I did see some tickets from Chicago to Panama for two hundred for less than two hundred dollars round trip. Mm. What was the date? It was uh, through September. Through September. Mm. So I was tempted. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Like clicky clicky. <laughs> as long as people stay the fuck inside, we might be good by then. Uh, Ashley, come take my mouse. <laughs> it's just a couple of things that I'm looking at, like, Ugh. man, everybody been looking like who because of this stuff. Man, the Olympics are not going to happen this summer. They have been moved, and the dates will now be Friday, July twenty third, twenty twenty one. And they will end on Sunday, August eighth, twenty twenty one. So, does anybody know if, like the, the schedule after that will remain the same? So, like, will the Winter Olympics still be in twenty two and the next Olympics in twenty four? That I, I have no heard. idea. I have not heard about it because I, I was like, if it didn't affect them, they probably ain't saying shit about it. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm kind of surprised. Well, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised, but I'm not surprised. They're pushing it back a whole year. And the first thing I thought about, I thought, what about all those athletes who are in that prime shape now? Or some people who was going to be, this could be the last Olympics now. Like, that year makes a difference. Well, the issue is people can't really train like that right now. Mm-hmm. So nobody's really in peak shape because, like, all the training facilities are shut down. Mm-hmm. Or at least they should be. Because they're working out one-on-one. Uh, or work for Vince McMahon. <laughs> Although I did see that they're uh, they canceled all their tour stuff for April, I think. WWE did. They should have. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And I think that they sent Tyler home, so like they already taped WrestleMania thirty six. Yep, they already taped it. Yeah, so like all the time. When did they tape? Home by now. Last uh, week. The twenty fifth and twenty sixth. Mm. Oh. And then t- tomorrow or tonight it's going to be NXT TakeOver, but they removed the TakeOver shit. Yeah. So, so they, tonight? Yeah. We, oh. we, uh, we, yes. Yeah, so the WWE TakeOver was canceled, and all those matches are mm-hmm. airing on the first. So today, if you're a first day listener. Mm-hmm. And then WrestleMania well, is going to be a two day show, the first time ever. And it's going to be Saturday and Sunday, so this weekend. Because this may be long, man. Like, hey, I'm trying to sit there for eight hours. Yeah, well, the pre-show is at four. Four. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the show don't start at seven. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Then it's supposed yeah. to end by ten. And you, ten, ten o'clock come on. And there's still two matches to go. You feel like, oh, <laughs> Lord. Was that last year? Was that last year's WrestleMania? The year before, we all was, bro. We look at the clock like, my nigga, we still got the world title match. It's like ten ten. Last year, everybody left early because we was like, this about to just keep going and going because everybody wanted to get home to watch the main event. Before the snow, because it was supposed to snow bad that day. Yeah, and then we always just texting. <laughs> then I was like, I was like, dang, man, we ain't going to be able to watch WrestleMania together this year. This is going to be the first year we ain't watch WrestleMania together in like... Shit, since 13 20... or 14 for me. Yeah. Because like, I missed yeah. 13. So 20, yeah, 2013 for me, yeah. That's wild. Uh, but because it is WrestleMania this weekend, we decided to do a WrestleMania bracket. So, like, what's the best WrestleMania of all time? According to the five fans. Yes. So, to come up with a list internally, the, the four of us each produced a list of uh, eight WrestleManias we thought were the best, and we uh, put them in our orders. I looked at which WrestleManias uh, were mentioned the most. From there, we I said these have 100%, all four of us agree. These have 75%, three out of the four agree. These have 50 We were split. And then uh, we argued over, over one because that one had 25 on both sides. So yeah. that's how we got to the eight. The- and, and the bracket was set up with WrestleMania 17 going up against three. That's the one seed versus the eight. Uh, WrestleMania 22 going up against WrestleMania 35. That's the four and five seed. WrestleMania 19 going up against 18. That's two and seven. And then WrestleMania 21 going up against WrestleMania 23. The three oh, and six seed. <laughs> 17 beat three. As it should have. As it should have. Yeah. <laughs> 35 beat 22 which I didn't agree with but no. 35 was good though 
35 was long with a lot of filler. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> that uh, the SmackDown tag team match with like it was like the fair four way. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was cracking. It, it was. was. Nice. The guys that Ricochet and uh, Alistair Black were a tag team. Mm-hmm. And they was they was actually doing good. I don't know why the fucking oh one of them got hurt. Those were wrestling in hoodies and uh, dookies. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Sorry, leather hoodies and dookies. <laughs> Dude, they was they was gross, bro. <laughs> they were gross, bro. <laughs> um, let's see, thirty-five. Yeah, beat twenty-two. Uh, then 19 week 18, which it should have because 18 really isn't that good, guys. It just has a really great match on it, and that match isn't that great. It's the crowd in the moment, like it's mm-hmm. an experience. And that match is Hogan versus uh, The Rock, The Rock, yeah, Icon versus Icon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then 21 verse 23. I can't remember who won that matchup, actually. 21. 21. 21 won that one. There you go. 17 beat 35 in the semifinals, and then 21 beat 19. The finals was 17 verse 21. 21 is uh, Hollywood. Honestly, personally, I thought the final should have been 19 versus 17, but, you know. It is I hear you. But it doesn't matter because the result would have been the same and that's 17 winning. And 17 did win. So, so lit. <laughs> 17 is lit. Um, it really is. Like, I watched that back and I was like, yo, this shit. Was- <laughs> the card from top to bottom, <laughs> damn near. From top to bottom. Even the fucking hardcore match was good because I, I just got done watching that shit. And them motherfuckers was backstage. They was in the crowd. It was bro. They was throwing niggas through glass in the back. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Honestly, I even enjoyed the gimmick battle royal because it was just like they had Mean Gene come out so with, uh, with Bobby the Brain. And it was just kind of like, this is a cool five minutes to have while we <laughs> calm down before Triple H and Undertaker. Like, cool. Like, I think they should do that for, like coming up soon. So, like, all the... Like attitude era gimmicks and ruthless yeah. like bring some of them people. I mean, that was the, the kind of sad part about watching Seventeen is like how many of them are dead. But like, mm. it would yeah. be nice coming back and watching like some people from like our childhood. Like those people were watching people from their childhood. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be dope. Like, so you want to bring Mick back? I feel like Mick Mick Foley. I don't think Mick Foley will ever wrestle again. Bro, his body, bro, has been yeah. Like, like he like, can't. <laughs> like, yeah. like let me, let me, let me see the Godfather. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like when they was had the legends come back when they was hyping up like rest or the Raw one hundred and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, yeah, that's bring my, back. That's my wife. I'm like, damn, bro. This <laughs> <laughs> one of your hoes. That's my wife. <laughs> Everybody was like, damn, my bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you didn't see how I know it. <laughs> it's super nice though cause I showed up I'm like damn alright I got he actually owned a strip club too which makes that even funnier that where is the strip club at Ain't down south somewhere Vegas I think it's in Vegas yeah <laughs> this nigga here that's probably a strip club we almost got robbed at <laughs> <laughs> and don't be slandering the, the guy Dude, with the whole train on accident and shit <laughs> or as he is in this Wrestlemania the good father 
So the main event for WrestleMania, y'all, I'm going to give y'all the highlights. Actually, I'm going to read y'all the card. No, While I'm okay. doing I think this, the highlights are good. The, hi- okay. <laughs> the better, the better. <laughs> Let's see. We had uh, TLC2. Probably the match of the night. We had Shane against Vince in the street fight with the mm-hmm. gray spot with Linda when she came out the wheelchair. <laughs> I forgot she used to be in the wheelchair. She stood up. The crowd popped so hard when she got off that wheelchair. Like, oh, shit, she can walk around. Because he had Trish Stratus all around her. Damn near pretending like he was fucking her in front of her and shit. Remember all that shit? He was yeah. wild. He was, he was wild. Super wild. <laughs> That's why Shane... That's why Shane had to come in, you know, defend his mother's honor. Like he wasn't having all that. But that drop kick from across the ring, though, was coast to coast is always dope. That was like the first time he pulled that off, I think. Yeah, because they didn't even call it coast to coast yet. They, he said he dropped kick metal into his face. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I do want to say about this WrestleMania too, and it's something that I miss. Um, hearing King and JR Ooh. in the prime of, of uh, I'm sorry, my match came on. Okay, calm down. And they're prime of commentating. <laughs> that wasn't King, and, that was Heyman. Huh? That wasn't the King, that was Heyman. No, I'm talking about uh, Dark Thought pay per view. Took my hand off on accident. God damn. Oh, no, no, you're right. It was Heyman. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but hearing JR and actually call moves their name i miss that so much because the wrestling now is you'd be like oh what a oh. kick to the stomach what a <laughs> what a slam like what's the name of the move jr sitting here giving you all the technical like he's teaching you as you're watching which was always tight to me. that's what yeah, I yeah. tomorrow and low-key to me Heyman was better than king anyway so king was terrible bro he's always king been no. bad to me king was oh. fun don't you do that Dude, puppies, and that was it. The outside of the King Brain. And, like, that hit is over 30 as opposed to being 12. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now he just seems like, like a creepy old man. Like, and I'm thinking about it. You see out here getting, uh, getting erect and shit. Hey. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, since 17 won the poll, um, I'm going to ask y'all a couple questions about the paper. We're going to talk about it a little bit. Before we preview 36 and then get into the uh, Tech Top 5. So, what did you think was the biggest moment in the pay-per-view? Um, Jeff Hardy getting speared by Edge. Yeah. <laughs> from the yeah. ladder. Oh, why he was hanging from them damn belts? That was vicious, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Probably the moment. I'll also nominate uh, Austin Turn because... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that was huge. Moment, that was big. Like it turned out to not mean shit, but because yeah. it was all anti anti establishment, and then him turning is like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> it made no sense. It still it, it, made it, no it, sense. These niggas wrestling wrestling. Something that surprised me is not the y'all biggest moments, but one of my biggest surprises I remember watching it back when they announced that the main event with The Rock and Stone Cold was going to be no DQ, and that was out of nowhere. I didn't know it right before the match yeah. started. Like, I remember being a kid and being like, I'm on the phone with Sam, actually. But Tim wife's like, what? What? No, did you? What? They, what? That's how you know it's going to be some bullshit. They even announced it. was like, when did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> they all was like, what the fuck? Ain't nobody send me the paperwork on this shit or not? How are we supposed to call this bitch? 
Y'all be in the back and shit? I ain't get that. What are y'all email about this? <laughs> they ain't probably had an email yet like that. AOL. Oh you my god. What was the uh <laughs> the best match? Um Brock TLC. Austin was good. TLC two was just fucking phenomenal, bro. Just <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. phenomenal, bro. Uh also a good match was uh Kurt Angle versus Redacted. That's that's what I'm watching Rats. right now. That's why I was geeked. I was like, oh, my match at home. Because they all yeah, these niggas is wrestling, bro. They were <laughs> wrestling, wrestling, done. Uh, they all over the... I don't know douche can see this shit, bro. Them niggas is all over the damn place, bro. Them niggas out here. They is wrestling, wrestling. I don't know, you can see my finger in the way, but them niggas out here rolling and scratching and clawing this and man shit. Turning his face on the TV to make They out here, dog. They out here, We can't look at that chair. It's too far away. <laughs> right, like, dude, dude, halfway across the room. Hey, I, I, ain't, I ain't even that far away. <laughs> <laughs> Your TV looking <laughs> there look like Michael Scott's on the office. Bro, if I, if I, I swear to God, if I lay, let's see, where I'm sitting at, I'm sitting on my bed. Yeah. My TV ain't that far away. It just looked that far away. That's that what I'm saying, away. man. It ain't the time. What do y'all think aged the best in this preview? Um, Shit, a lot of those top matches, Adamsy. Like this Benoit Angle match is still really good right now. I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, these niggas. but it didn't <laughs> age well. Now, did it? <laughs> well, um, the wrestling did. The, uh, the wrestling. I'm, I'm talking strictly the wrestling. The match itself has aged well. I really enjoyed Taker and Triple H's match. Um, something about I realized with these older WrestleManias too, when they didn't have like eighteen matches on the card, when it was just like around twelve or so. Yeah. And they gave some of these matches time, like that. Uh, Kurt Angle Shawn Michaels match. I know it's not on this card. That was WrestleMania what twenty one. I gotta watch that one. I think it was, was nineteen. It was 19 or 21. I think, it, I think it was 21, but I don't know. It wasn't anything. But it was dope, though. They were wrestling, wrestling. And there was, like, ring psychology. Like, they had all these different types of stuff. I was like, this is good wrestling. Okay, yeah. sorry. Um, Back to 17. It's 20 niggas walking in the background in the middle of this match. You know, trying to down. <laughs> all right, baby. What do y'all think aged the worst? Uh, well, the obvious would be uh, Chris Benoit. <laughs> that. that hardcore match was—I mean, it was—it was interesting, but nobody cared oh. about Raven, bro. I like Raven. <laughs> yeah, with a few. Like I mean, WCW Raven. You yeah, spotted Raven's flock in WCW. What about WWE? I was still rocking with my guy Raven in WWF. You know what I do? <laughs> uh, Stone Cold's interest music. Which one? The uh, yeah, the, the other one. He had for this. Like it was the one that was like the real song. Like that was garbage. Like yeah, that's me, trash. Give me the classic. <laughs> it was trash then. It was trash now. Yep. Um. Again, like Austin turning, like that was just a bad decision. Uh, yeah. Fucking uh, well, it was another good match. A low key match. Good match was testing Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. He won a European title. He had uh, Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn come out and interfere and shit like that. I remember when they was they was running shit, but that was another low key match. But other than that, outside of, I just, the only one that really stood out stood out. Maybe the Legends match on this card. Then it was, I, I like the gimmick. It was, it was a gimmick match, but 
Because Jer- it was Jericho, like, wasn't it? What? Huh? Oh, no, it wasn't Jericho in Battle Royal. It's Jericho a gimmick. It was all the old deal. people. Jericho just be talking. Uh, no, no, yeah. it, was, it was a different WrestleMania where uh, Chris Jericho did go against like four or five minutes. And he, he went in a match. He was, it was like yeah, a handicap match. Yeah, that was a different match. one. Jericho was in a match. Yeah, he fought William Regal on this one. Who was what was the MVP uh, moment or who was the MVP of the interview to y'all? Jeff Hardy. That's fair. <laughs> that man put his body on the line the whole damn uh, that awesome. All of them. All of True. them in that match. Like they True. were bumping yeah. ass off. Uh, uh, the, the, <laughs> the drop through the ladder? Uh, yeah. Edge, bro, the leg drop. He then there broke that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, he did put that ladder. Honestly, you're right. You're right. That match. That's it. That's the MVP. That match was fucking amazing. I do want to say this Undertaker Triple H match is really, really good. Yeah. That was a really good match. I forgot when Triple H had that sledgehammer and he just he just <laughs> able to get put in the last ride and he just swung as hard as he could. <laughs> that's wild. That was that's quite a spot. All right. Um, <laughs> when chair shots are still a thing, bro. Man, when he was Ben Wall documentary. How many Foley catch a chair, chair shot and he a ref? Like he came and he <laughs> he just uh, on to it, fam. Just he like, hey, hit me too, bro. <laughs> What? <laughs> you ain't even in the match. No, I'm putting in his jersey, bro. Hit me too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, watching the Ben Watt documentary because I was selling uh Sam when Brock Lesnar first showed up, I hated him. I hated him with a passion because his first feud was with the Hardys, mm-hmm. and they used to fuck him up so bad with them chair shots. And we was watching the Ben Watt documentary. They was talking about chair shots, and one of the ones they showed was Jeff. Like fucking Brock Lesnar up in the face, square with this heavy ass chair. I'm like, dog, some of that shit. Like, <laughs> this is when they were still putting everything on. Like, all right, bro, you might not go home with like two or three teeth, but you put on a fucking good match. Actually, you know what? <laughs> that's that's my what's age the worst. It's uh, like all just the recklessness in general. Like all the blood and unnecessary chair shots and unnecessary spots. Like it was entertaining, but like. It, like we know better now, and it wasn't worth the cost. Yeah, yeah. They had to change up the whole chair shot dynamic. Yeah, yeah. They don't want to all head to the chair, head to the chair, chair to the head. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, come here, bro. <laughs> hey, someone write that down. That's gonna be the title. Head that, to so. the chair. They go like, "What the fuck?" They was on this week. Oh, yeah, I think he's got the wild title. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the fourteen, get, get him. Anybody got Captain Fever in that shit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what type of fourteen are they doing. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> spices some shit up around this bitch. <laughs> is there anything y'all would have done differently with that pay per view? Um, me well, personally, like Eric no. Yeah. I was like, me personally, I wouldn't change a thing. I think it's a perfect snapshot of that time. Mm-hmm. And it explains the story. Like, this pay-per-view, I think, encapsulates everything that made the Attitude Era excited. Mm-hmm. Like, you had the two best superstars of that time, arguably two of the best, just period, to ever wrestle yeah. in a prime at the same time. Going. Beating the hell out of each other. And then, like, on top of that, you have another set of legends with Taker and Triple H. Like, this, like, it's, 
Yeah. You got the best tag teams of the generation mm-hmm. all against each other. Like, you got the, that, you got Vince McMahon, and you got Young Shane willing to take any bump. So you get this, so, you get this, uh, uh, <laughs> you get the Jerry Springer, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think one, I would probably, like, they could have left that right to censor match. Yeah. You know, yes. um, <laughs> I get that. that irritated my soul, that whole, wasn't Godfather involved Venus with the Wait, did we lose yeah. him? He's the good father. Yeah, Tim, he'll yeah, be back. The good father. Um, but then, yeah, just the the Stone Cold turn. Like, I would have liked to see a decisive finish, like a clean finish to that match. Yeah, yeah, no, because it would have felt better. It would have been, I don't know, because it's right, so right back like to see him turn. Because Vince come out there, that kind of I don't know, tarnished it a little bit. Yeah, yeah it was surprising. Yeah, well, it definitely was surprising. And the moment I remember, like, I, like I was hyped, like. What is about to happen? I can't believe this even happened right now. But I mean, I mean, even Stone Cold himself has said that, like, if he could go back to that moment, like when he's celebrating with Vince, he would have stunned him because he was like the crowd was just mm-hmm. confused, and that's not the reaction that they were going for. Yeah, yeah, sir. WrestleMania Thirty Six. Let's talk about it this oh. weekend. Okay. Any matches y'all excited for? Well, some of the matches are, you know, some matches got changed, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Some you think this match got taped or not? Which match? Roman versus Goldberg. I know because they said he had him quarantining and he won't. But yeah, Roman, Roman, Roman dropped. pulled out. Awesome. Right, but do you do you think that was a pull or do you think they actually recorded it? No, they did not record it. Braun Strowman is fighting Goldberg for the title at WrestleMania. Oh, oh well, we know who's gonna win that one. Do we? Who? Goldberg. It might be go. I'm saying it might be Goldberg. Goldberg gonna keep the damn belt. They ain't gonna give it to Braun. They had I mean, Is Goldberg committed for long term? Like, I feel like he was just in there to get to WrestleMania. Who Goldberg? Yeah, like I feel like he was like they brought him in to get him a WrestleMania match. Like, I'm not sure he's committed past. You know, this time April fifth or whatever day it is. Gotcha. Yeah, because I was thinking that same thing. Goldberg beat uh, Fiend, but it was just a transitional title for Vince McMahon's master plan of getting Roman over. Yeah. They hated the fact that they squashed the Fiend, and so then they would love the fact that Roman would take the belt off of Goldberg. Because that was the biggest pop I've ever seen Roman get when he came out that SmackDown to challenge Goldberg. I have not seen a Roman pop like that, and I don't know how long. I'll let his master plan mm-hmm. fucking worked. <laughs> it's a lot of matches on this card. My God. Yeah, you seem like at this point, it's like whoever stay at the performance center is like, you know what? We'll give you a match too. <laughs> I mean, they got two days of content to, to fill, so I guess I'm going to get the long matches I was, I was uh, hoping for. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the Edge Randy Orton last man standing match. That should be a good match. Um, going back and watching these WrestleManias, trying to pick the best one and whatnot. I forgot how good Randy Orton is. Like that man can put on a very, very good wrestling match, and he still can if he has the right dancing partner. So, oh yeah, Randy's still <sighs> cocky asshole, but Randy's still cold. <laughs> like he's still a good wrestler. Yeah. It's just 
you got to find somebody to uh, spark that interest. And Edge is perfect. Edge is perfect. Um, damn, that, that threw me off, though, with the uh, the Goldberg and Braun Strowman thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do like that they seem to be learning um, uh-huh. like how to put on empty arena matches. Um, like the, Each week, they're getting progressively better yeah. uh, with their presentation. And like, as I kind of suggested when they started doing all this, uh, like they're kind of switching up the promos. Like they're not just doing everything, pretending that the crowd is there. Mm-hmm. Like on on Raw, I saw that they had uh, like Edge and Undertaker. Like they kind of did there some like drones and like they kind of made it more theatrical. Which I think wrestling—that's an aspect of wrestling that should never go away because. Perfect. Yeah, like that's wrestling. Like that you you come for the entertainment, yeah. That wrestling cool, but you come for the soap opera shit too, and yeah. that's what I was like. This time shows the difference between your regular Joe and these elite cats. Like they gonna earn their money right now because Edge's promos since the empty arenas have been good. Paul Heyman's promo last night was fucking amazing. She's very very <laughs> good at what he does. I actually like. I don't agree with that assessment. Like I think it's easier to deliver. Uh, empty arena promo than it would be to do it in front of a live crowd. Mm-hmm. Why you say that? Because like there's more distra- there's more distraction. Like most of these things are taped, so like they have more than one take if they mess up. Like it's there's more pressure. There's more, you know, just like live crowd energy that can get you off track. So you, you have to deliver it live in front of a bunch of people. I'm saying so you would prefer the live crowd promos as opposed to. I'm saying as a performer, like it, it it doesn't separate the good from the bad. I'm saying like as a performer, like it's actually easier, like if you're doing it. Oh, that makes sense. Like without a crowd. That would make sense. Yeah, that makes it. Because I, I was telling Sam, I was like, now they're just doing what they do on a regular basis at the performance center. Right. Mm-hmm. Do your what is your peers? But for the most part, you have to go in there and practice these promos. You doing these promos in the back in the dark in the closet and shit like that. Like you just doing the same thing that you would do in front. I just felt like the promos. I guess because they get a chance to take so many takes, the promos have better delivered. Because with the crowd, you have the crowd aspect of either squashing a promo and making it sound real bad or hyping it up a little bit more. But with the with no crowd, you can actually hear, like, say something now. <laughs> like, don't go out and pander. Just now say something. And that's where I've come from on this. I'm like, now these promos are getting back to these motherfuckers are actually talking now. So you agree with Eric? Right, like I'm like, are you arguing? No, 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 I'm not arguing. With it. I, 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 agree. I, I get what you, where you're coming from, and kind of smiling on it. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> um, I'm also kind of looking forward to the Rhea Ripley Charlotte Flair match for the NXT Women's Championship. I think I'm looking forward to those matches. But yeah, Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. Are you gonna, wait? Who do you think will win? I have no idea. That's why I'm excited to see it. The best wrestling matches are the ones where when you're going into it, there's no clear winner. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the match interesting. That's fair. That is, that definitely be interesting. Charlotte won the NXT Women's title, but anybody can challenge for no, the Women's Tag Team titles, not for the NXT title. So then she will go, she will, damn. That'd be interesting, but then NXT is not a third brand like it's not the third brand I feel like NXT is the number one brand when it comes back honestly like when it I mean, comes back to normal 
in addition to that, though, you also have Becky Lynch against Shayna Baszler. So like, you have two, you know, like Baszler's on the main roster now, but it still feels like NXT versus main roster, NXT versus main roster, which is kind of tight to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they put on some amazing freaking. Oh, this could be a good match between Charlotte and Ripley because they both strong too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's gonna be a good match. Kevin, oh, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. They've been putting on some pretty good promos. Nonetheless, um, this feud has been going on for like ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many more reiterations of these matches they can do, but it should be a great match again. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not necessarily looking forward to any matches, especially not this one I'm about to talk about. But I do want to know what the fuck a boneyard match is. I can't wait. I thought they always said they go do it in the cemetery. Well, I mean, they said this. They said that this WrestleMania, they're going to be having um, people wrestling from different locations. Yeah, so that that makes me think that they're again like bringing more theatricality to it and like experimenting with different things and like it's not mm-hmm. just all gonna be like in a ring like there's so many matches with like stipulations like i think the bray Wyatt thing is like a fun house match and then mm-hmm. um, like last man standing for randy orton and them and yeah it's gonna be some long fucking matches i'm looking forward <laughs> to it i'm gonna host this weekend yeah. or any weekend in the immediate <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come visit one of y'all. How about that? No, the no, fuck right. no, you not. Keep that rules over there, my nigga. Damn, I ain't welcome nowhere, goddamn. Oh, you got no. no, 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 like damn. Okay. Did you just say you were at work today? You got <laughs> hella wrong. Yeah, no, bro. I was sad about that because tomorrow would have been 14 days straight. I've been in the crib since the 14th. Mm. Wait, so are y'all still like grocery shopping and stuff? Amazon. Instacart. No, I've been out. I hear they're not too bad right now, though. They're not. No. And I've been going at like off-peak hours, so. Yeah, yeah. And I've been out too, so I was like, this is even better. I've gone a few times uh, from my folks, but yeah, no, I recently it's been on Instacart and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Today was the first well, day out of bed, but I ain't been nowhere else. All right. Any blow the whistles? China, uh, nope. the outfit she got on, on, what the fuck? Okay, so no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take top five. Five, four, three. Two, one. Tech Top 5. So, what was our last Tech Top 5, guys? I don't even remember. Uh, Did we have a poll? I don't even remember. I put the last one up. Okay. What was it? I forgot what it was, though. <laughs> I, I don't remember seeing a poll. <laughs> God damn it, it's a poll up, God damn it. I put something up. <laughs> I thought it was a poll if it wasn't a poll. All right. Well, this week, uh. <laughs> well, I won it either way, so it don't matter. Damn. Did now you for real? Find out because you know this nigga. No. Be playing. <laughs> <laughs> no. <I'm lying. laughs> uh, this week, though, we are doing dream WrestleMania matches. So, meaning like 
something that you can only see on a video game pretty much. So any wrestler against any wrestler, dream matchups. What you got, Tim? Damn. Um, number five. Wait, wait, before you yeah. repeat wrestler. Yeah, you can. Okay. And then we can use any rest, like it don't have to just be WWE, right? No. Okay. Oh, Ken's gonna be pulling some shit out of New Japan and shit. <laughs> hey, bro, I know like one nigga over there, B. <laughs> we'll have to do that revisit of uh, the top five things. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So the last poll was top five streaming services. Yeah, oh, yeah. I did put a poll up. Trying to make me feel like I ain't put a ball. <laughs> uh, so whoever I think can won because it was YouTube, Video, Disney Plus, Prime, Hulu, and Netflix. Yeah, that was mine. Five oh, votes with the dub. All right then, bang on in. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tim. We ain't been like that adventures. long. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Oh, Let, let's see. I'm gonna let my imagination go. Uh, number. Oh Lord. No, no, exactly. It's not going to end good. Number five, I'll do a triple threat match mm-hmm. between Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, okay. and Chris Jericho. That'll be a good match. I'll see I you. think that'd be a great fucking match. I'll see you cooking. Um, number four, I'll do a ladder match. Damn, what are we doing? See <laughs> He said, I, I, I put it up in the group. Oh, shit. Nigga, now I got to re reevaluate. <laughs> um, no, but I'm going to do a ladder match with uh, CM Punk, Jeff Hardy, mm-hmm. and Ricochet. Okay. That'll be an interesting dynamic. <laughs> Number three. I'll do a Hell in a Cell match. Oh, I'll wow. have the Undertaker in that motherfucker. That's his shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do Undertaker. Prime Undertaker. It's all Prime, too, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, so I'll do Undertaker, Kane, and. Shit, who's another dark motherfucker? Jeez. <laughs> I mean, like, oh yeah, and Bray. That's what I was thinking. Bray Wyatt. That would that would have been always interesting. Like the fiend, not the fun, not the fiend. I want regular Bray Wyatt. Like we're eater of worlds, Bray Wyatt. Fireflies, Bray Wyatt. That nigga. Yeah, them three in the hell in the cell. I'll do at number two. Give me Brock. Brock. Don't go. John Cena and Shawn Michaels in a Hell in a Cell match. King will be on a lot of writing. <laughs> this all, just so you know, all your shit ain't gonna fit in the poll, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right, you, we just limited to space. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Fine, Dave. Well, erase that. Erase that. Number four. I mean, number number three. What is that? My number two. You want number two, B? Okay, number two. I do a fatal four way with Rock, Stone Cold, Brock, and John Cena. Okay. And number one, I'm gonna go with Hell in a Cell. 
Damn. Best of three. Okay, best out of three. Three. What is it? Best three falls or two out of three falls? Two out of three falls. There we go. Uh, I'm gonna take Kurt. I'll take AJ Styles. I'll take. <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm gonna take Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar. Two out of three. Okay. That's number one. All right. Took long enough. Jeez. Thirty minutes left. Yo, motherfucking list. Yeah, because I know I missed the Rock Austin somewhere. You missed plenty of shit, but you good. Mm-hmm. So lit. Um. So I'm I'm timing my list because I didn't know what the top five was until like twenty minutes ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Then this ain't gonna be in order, but fuck it, I don't care. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus CM Punk. Mm. Like the mic work will be great. Pause. Pause. Um, <laughs> uh, give me the Rock. No, uh, my man versus. Seth Rollins? I don't know. <laughs> That's not actually bad. Um, give me the rock against the rock. I probably think of like the best black wrestlers, but there really aren't that many. Um get some Harlem Heat in here. Book a team. Let me see. Um Hardy's. Ooh. Yeah, give me the Hardy's against the New Day. Okay. But uh, Xavier and uh, what's his face? And Kofi. Hmm. I yeah, I'm, already, I'm, I'm conceding defeat because this is going to suck. Uh, give me a fiddle <laughs> four way with. Uh, no, this is my number one. Never mind. Um. I don't know what I'm trying to put it together now, like. <laughs> <laughs> so she been pause for a bitch. Like, hey, listen, bro, I'm finna <laughs> ski down for a minute. Oh, uh, my fault. No, I was still pause. My fault. <laughs> uh, two. I, I gotta have a rock match in there somewhere. But who do I want to see the rock fight? He fought everybody. Down there. Like he the one person that. Oh, give me the rock versus uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, that that might get you. Might get you. <laughs> and number one, I'll go with the final four way. So Daniel Bryan, Shawn Michaels, AJ Styles, and Kurt Angle. And who? Yeah. Beautiful. That's the fucking motherfucker. Mm. It's very wrestling. Mm-hmm. I wanted to put Chris Benoit in there, but I didn't want nobody to give me a chance. Hey, no, let me just say, for y'all that support Chris Benoit, don't say nothing to me about OJ. Same <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>, shit. <laughs> Same shit. Y'all fucking been no, wild. Wild, bro. That shit was crazy. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Alright. So, number five. I'm going with a spectacle match because it's WrestleMania and you need matches like this. I'm going to go with the Big Show against Andre the Giant. Oh, okay. okay. Let's go. 
That's gonna be the day with a big ass back. <laughs> Number four, I'm gonna go with Bray Wyatt against Jake the Snake in a no DQ match. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Number three. No. Number three. Um, I'm gonna go with Sting against Undertaker. Boop. Yeah. Sting against no, Undertaker. Okay. Number two, I got a triple threat match. We got The Rock. Oh. Against mm-hmm. CM Punk, mm-hmm. against Stone Cold. We need the three best on, on the mic from the last, mm. you know, whatever, to go at it. And then number one, I got Daniel Bryan against Shawn Michaels. Okay. Okay. Oh, that would be a great fucking match. Shawn yeah. Punk's the show. Yeah. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. See, wait, I, I never saw CM Punk, so I can put him on none of my list. So I, I know some people. Oh, you had no CM Punk? I ain't watching John Cena. I didn't watch John Cena like that, so you're not gonna be really. No, I didn't. I guess I saw the tail end of John Cena. Mm. Yeah, that was the best part. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, this shit trash. He was when Cena was. Did you watch the uh, the Attitude Era shit yet? No, I just right I now, did. Last WrestleMania I just watched is when he first won the title. Oh, I'm sorry, the um, ruthless aggression shit. No, I, I I didn't watch it at all. Like any of it. dude, watch no, the he in a documentary. Yeah. Oh no, no, I didn't watch. Oh, oh, watch the doc and then check it out. Like, but I have seen it when he first came in when he was rapping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really did. All right, so my five, um, at number five, um, submission match, um, Bret Hart versus Kurt Angle. Ooh, this shit. Um. Next match is um what they call it Texas um fucking name I can't think of the title but fuck it Goldberg versus Stone Cold okay I only get to see that okay um tag team match um DX versus NWO can't (laughs) one right (laughs) just that one alone bro um number two. I got um in a last man standing match um um oh the Undertaker versus Sting okay last man standing match and then um number one I got a fatal four way um I got Shawn Michaels The Rock Sting and the Undertaker and Hell in a Cell. Mm. Huh. Damn, that's right. match. That was the Rock so, match because the Rock never fought uh, Shawn Michaels. Yep. Really? Never. I ain't think about like not they even, even really at the same time, huh? Like not even the house show. No, I don't know. I don't know. Never. <laughs> that's an interesting stat. Yeah. <laughs> so you have it. Yeah, there you have it. That's the show this week. We hope y'all enjoyed it. We hope y'all, uh, you know, staying clean, keeping to yourself. Washing your hands. Yes. Don't be Wash like him and try to go over people's houses. Right. Exactly. Hello. <laughs> be like the rest of us. <laughs> right. Be like the rest of us and say no immediately. Walked in, got Lysol down and shit, throwing clothes over there, Lysol that shit over there. No, we ain't fucking around. Real quick before we close out. 
and tell the people how they can find us on social media individually. I saw this on Twitter and it made me laugh. And I want to ask y'all, if they were offering you $3,500 to tell on people yes. who were having social gatherings of 10 plus people, would you be a snitch? Hey, Nick. I got binoculars and shit. Hey, <laughs> them niggas over there. I, hey, I need, hey, I don't I'm going to do a lot of them. I'm going to do a few. I'm like, here raiding motherfuckers. Like, oh, it's like 20 of y'all in here. Hold on, I got two separate phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> y'all going over to the next room over there. I'm going to snitch individually. Man. <laughs> and they got to run me that. Like a three five oh oh for sure. I mean the way she's telling nobody because that probably be me. I'm kidding. We wouldn't be doing that shit. The but, way she's set up man. now, like I might do it for free. Like, <laughs> <laughs> man, you ain't wrong. I thought my neighbors was having a party the other day. Then the, I think the cops came. I didn't call them. Damn. I didn't. A hey, that wasn't me. I was oh, minding my business. That meme was made by them. <laughs> but yeah we hope y'all enjoy we hope y'all uh, doing alright uh, if you want to follow me on social media you can catch me wait a minute on the twitter instagram and the uh, PSN at Camille Monet C-A-M-I-L-L-E M-O-N-A-E because your mom is fancy thank you sir at Buzzbear on Twitter that's all you get Goddamn right Everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram, K Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy T I M K I N Z D number three A K A S Ketchum A K A Mister Give it to me. Oh, damn, I was kind of quiet on that one. Anyway, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to y'all soon. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.